Okay, we're doing now Mizmor number 12. This is Perek Yud Bet. The opening to the Mizmor says, A plea against evildoers who seem to have the upper hand in the world, who speak of righteousness while fomenting evil. It is also a prayer to God to protect all of those who follow the proper path. It could be a similar Mizmor to the previous one, honestly, because it sounds like it's going to have the same content, talking about the evil, how they bring treachery to the world and how, having, asking God to take care of them and asking God to also protect the good people who are, you know, in their midst. Okay, Pasuk Aleph. <clears throat> for the chief musician on the eight-stringed harp, a psalm for David. Remember we said Hashiminit, all of these key words in the first psukim, there are typically references to musical instruments or musical melodies or something along those lines. We don't really know... Uh, uh, exactly. what, what they are anymore so, but, but that's what they're probably referencing Soon you find out Because you're going to play Alright Bezer Hashem yeah. Or we'll have to just I don't know Maybe Mashiach will introduce us To the, to the ways of the songs Okay There'll be apps for it What? There'll be an app for it The Levi app There'll be an app Levi app <laughs> For educating the Levim In the music of the Mikdash Pasuk Bet Hoshia Adonai Ki Hamar Ki Gamar Hasid Ki Fasu Emonim Ibn Adam Help Hashem, for there is gone is righteousness, uh, trustworthiness has disappeared from people. So David is decrying the sad state of humanity. There are no more tzaddikim and no more trustworthiness amongst people. Shav, what do people do? Shav yidaberu ishet ra'ehu, sifat chalakot. People speak falsehood to one another. They speak with, with lips, slippery lips, I think is the best way to say it. Slippery lips. And they speak with a double, double heart. What does it mean to speak with a double heart? Yeah, you say something, you mean something, something else. else. Yeah. Okay. Even so, lips, it was saying flattering. That you, you, you're telling beautiful things, but you're not meaning right, it. Right, right, exactly. You're saying beautiful things, you don't mean it. Okay? Uh, slippery things is you're speaking in a way where people are falling because of it. I think that's the best yeah. way there. You're tripping people up with your words. Okay? Exactly. May God cut off all of the flattering lips, all of the, the tongue that speaks boastfully. So may he cut the people that are speaking, you know... Arrogantly. Not arrogantly, Arrogant but, but with... with, uh, with yeah, the first one I'm saying. The first one is speaking with deceit. And the second one is for the people who speak in a boastful manner as if they're the kings of the world. And what do these people say? What do these uh, politicians say? With our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are with us. Who is a master to us? Sounds exactly like what the politicians say, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> politicians say, ah. It's all really. me. <laughs> now these days, this, this pasuk rings very, um, it hits home. Today. Because nowadays, the number one tool for those who are in pursuit of power is to play games with language. It's very frustrating. For example, they used to call, you know, they, they reframe everything that they want to get, everything that the people in pursuit of power want they'll reframe all of the language around that topic so that it's impossible to debate it. For example, 
They want illegal immigrants because they want, they know they can get their vote. If they get the illegal immigrants in, they allow 40 million more into the country and they give them citizenship, they're all going to vote for a certain political party. Sure. So one political party is saying, ah, let them come in, why not? Obviously it's better for us, right? So they want power. So they're doing this thing that's destroying the country, but they're doing it for the sake of power. Now, what do they do in order to, to, to win? Well, they use their tongue. In, how do they use their tongue? Well, they do like the, the following. What are these people called? These people that cross the, the... Illegal immigrants. So we call them illegal immigrants, right? They're coming in illegally, which means that someone who does something illegal does not deserve to be a citizen. Correct. And you're not allowed to, they're not allowed to be kept. Correct. But what, what do they call them? Asylum seekers. Asylum seekers or undocumented migrants or something like that. So, so why do they do that? They do that because they're smart. Because they know that if they, if they play this game using their words, if they play with the language, yeah. now we're using their language. Now the second we say asylum seekers, or Zervanavela, we were asylum seekers. We, we came from Iran also. We, they gave us citizenship. So these people all deserve citizenship. So they reframe all the language around the debate. And then if you use their words, it's impossible to debate, any, to debate anymore. So you have to watch out because they play a lot. Of, they also play a lot of games with... Um, with uh, they, just, they just create words and they make things up. They also use a lot of buzzwords and things that don't mean anything. And uh, they, they, they make very simple statements that are easy to accept, but are, but are hollow when you actually think about them. Like tax the rich, right? Oh, sounds so good. Sounds so righteous, right? Well, if you think about it, in our country, the rich are already taxed and doing any more is probably theft. So if you think about what they're saying, it sounds good to the poor person. But if they think about it, you learn that, that what they're doing is in pursuit of power. So all of these things, um, I, I think David was onto something when he was saying that the, the tool of the evil is their tongue. They play with language, they lie, they're deceitful. Nothing has and then they say, our tongues are with us. We are persuasive. We are the good politicians. Who will master over us? We are the masters. That's what they say. Nothing has changed. Okay, Pasuk Vav. Because of the robbery of the poor, the groans of the, of the, the needy. Now I will arise, says Hashem. I will bring deliverance and it will be delivered to him. Okay? So God now sees that the people are being oppressed, that the poor are being oppressed, that the, 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 the strong men are are being deceptive, and he says, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to put into salvation, uh, and I'm going to deliver news, and I'm putting the good people into salvation. Okay. The most simplest interpretation of is that I will say, or blow to them, meaning I will say to them. So I will say to them that I'll put you into salvation. Yesha is like Yeshua. Okay. And now God says this, and what do we know about God's words? Pasuk Zayin. Imarot Adonai. Amarot Tehorot. The words of God are pure words. Kesef Tsaruf Pa'alilaaretz. It's like silver that is purified in the greatest furnace in the land. Mezukak Shivatayim. Refined seven times. The words of God are pure. They're reliable. They're strong. They're clean. Unlike the Rishayim. Who every word that comes out of their mouth is suspect. Yes. You cannot trust. Not trustworthy. They, they, sometimes they say things. Um, I, I had a crazy one. I always like to... I, I, there's a guy, Michael Knowles, he wrote a book about, um, about language 
and how right these days a lot of the the progressive left is manipulating language and I, there was a crazy example recently there one Jerry Nadler is I think the worst of the mm. bunch um, uh, he said something I couldn't believe my ears I have to, I have to remember it I don't remember it right now but, but, but while the, the going oh not the going while the enemies of, of good of the good people use language and corrupt it but Olam's language and his yes. promises they're pure they're like silver purified seven times you Hashem will preserve them you will keep them secure from this generation forever. You're going to keep the downtrodden protected, secure from the evil people. And then the final pasuk is a, is a bit of a difficult pasuk, maybe one of the most difficult pasukim in Tehilim. Pasuk Tet. Saviv talachun. And why, Bore Olam, do you, are you going to protect those poor people? Because otherwise, the wicked people are roaming about. Kerum zulut livne adam. Like the, 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 the low, the debased people ra- who are raised up of man. Right? So these wicked people, these low, base people who have raised up to the heights of humanity, they're roaming around and they're, putting everyone, and they're putting everybody in danger. So, you will, meaning you should, protect those downtrodden and those poor. Just to show you the difficulty of this pasuk. Kerum zulut livne adam. Anybody know what that means? Anybody know what kerum zulut means? So I'll tell you. I'll tell you honestly. None of the Rishonim know what it means. Even there's. Uh, remember it rhymes, that it rhymes, but it's very. It doesn't. It doesn't. Nobody knows what it means. There are gemarot that made me rashim out of this. Wow. Uh, speaking about. Um, I think there's a Gemaran Berachot that says this is a reference to the Shema Israel or something like that. No, it's, it's a very difficult thing. One very novel interpretation, which I don't know if you're even allowed to say, said it means something like they dig pits for, this, for the low people. Okay, but I'm going to translate it as the, the low debased people who are like Ram, who, are, who, who, are, who, are, who are present themselves as great. And those people are roaming around and causing difficulty for the poor, so Hashem, please they're protect, fake. protect the, the poor. Fake. Fake. Yeah. yeah, the people who are the base in the eyes of man. Okay. Baruch Adonai Adonai. Amen. 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 Amen.